This is the story of a man named Finney who was stacking paragraphs all along. This is a story of an accountant named Paul who was talking spreadsheets on one day. Then one day, Finney hit Paul in the testicles with a plastic football. And that's how they became the Talking Paragraphs Podcast. The Talking Paragraphs Podcast. Starring your host, Des Moines' own Daniel Finney, and the world's most dangerous accountant, Memphis Paul. Paul, you're playing Hurt today. Uh, yes, yes. Um, uh, my understanding is that your office is uh, too chilly, and it's caused... Uh, Temperatures, yeah, the temperatures are around 100 in Memphis. Outside. Yes, <clears throat> that's right. Uh, the uh, the office HVAC equipment, you know, it, it works to uh, bring a differential that people. Are willing to work in, right? Yuppies, uh, especially. Sure. And uh, it's hard to evenly uh, distribute this uh, new temperature. Yeah. Uh, my office is always cold, uh, relatively, uh, but it's been more so recently. Right. And I'm supposing that is what's. Uh, Kind of giving me some sinus symptoms, and I've uh, doused myself with Nyquil Day. <coughs> those uh, those things you cussing on it. I, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, despite all that Chris Rock joke from whenever that album was, pre Will Smith slapping, uh, I have found Robitussin to be more effective. When I have short-term uh, nose, throat stuff. Does he talk about that? Uh, he had a whole bit about how when you're poor, you don't go to oh. the doctor. You just, you know, like, oh, you broke your leg, rub some tussin on it. That was, he had yeah. a whole, and I think it was bigger and blacker, which was like his big breakthrough stand-up special. Yeah. So, but I, I actually have found the Robitussin to be a pretty good cure-all for anything ear, nose, and throat related. Anyway, I mean, it. I, I don't know how it works against chlamydia, but I've never had chlamydia, so I can't speak to that. Is that a throat ailment? To the chlamydia, the clam disease. <laughs> yeah, the clap. Uh, that may be a, be a different thing. I don't know. I don't know my STDs too well. I haven't lived. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to Nam, so. Yeah. So, do you and your mother, who you guys watch a little bit of TV together, do you ever take advantage of this network called the Cozy Network? Uh, I, I think so. Well, my folks and I were watching it, 
I was over for my birthday dinner today. And my folks and I were watching it. And it had reruns of uh, kind of shows that you forgot were on TV but weren't that bad, like Amen and Give Me a Break. And my parents like this this network because you know there's hardly any cussing and there's no uh rough housing or anything like that but i uh i did, i i liked amen i've forgotten how kind of amusing that show was with sherman hesley as the kind of unscrupulous church deacon surrounded by a lot of good character actors who were all sort of playing tropes but but worthwhile um but the thing that i couldn't stand about the network is that all this this soothing network called cozy has all these horrifying commercials like like here supplements and Yeah, that's the best of it. Like, there's something called Morpheus Eight micro needling. I don't know what that is. Uh, it it I think it has something to do with getting rid of like skin blotches, acne, or uh, other kind of maybe smoothing out wrinkles. But they they show it on there, and I think it's just shoving hot needles under the skin. Uh, because even the lady who's describing it, like the best she can do, and she's selling her own product here. She's like, it's an intense but worthwhile experience, which to me is like nearly pain free calfing. Like, you have put a lot of pressure on that adverb, nearly. Like, nearly. Like, how much goes into nearly? Uh, it, intense. But worthwhile, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Wait, the one oh, we're in different markets, uh, Memphis and Des Moines, right? The uh, the unscrupulous black minister is that's uh, that's kind of a thing in the south, you don't have yeah. to. Uh, uh, go to seminary school necessarily in, in the a lot of the black churches. Uh, uh, yeah, this guy's the uh, deacon. Like his father founded the church. Like the yeah. they the first episode they hire the reverend who's sort of the foil for the deacon who's kind of greedy and yeah. you know like the first episode. Uh, he is, here's how old the uh, show is. One of the parishioners' grandsons being offered twenty thousand dollars to play college basketball, yeah. and uh, the deacon is like, "Well, of course you should take this money. Let me get it arranged." And yeah. the pastor's like, "Well, you got to think about your character, and you know, uh, whatever." Of course, in 2022, a person watching was like, "What's the problem? Like, twenty grand seems kind of low. Are you just not that good of a player, or what? Are you ugly? You, will you not look good in the car dealerships ad? You know, whatever." But 
there was another commercial that really put me over the edge. I I don't know the name of the product, but it's some kind of like Febreze type product where you spray it and it magically makes whatever smell was there go away, like cat piss. And they show a cat urinating. Or at oh. least they show a cat and then like a yellow stain. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, other gross things that happen that require scent removal. And then at one point they were talking about it. it it's strong enough to cover up the scent of a skunk and even feces. And then they had like a little, you know, that poop uh, emoji. Right. Well, this one had been um, anthropomorphized. He was dancing and little drips of poop was flying as he danced. Yeah. Uh, what a time to be alive, Paul. What a time to be alive. I feel like if you do have feces in your home, you'd want to get rid of that scent. So, it, you know, it's a harsh truth, but it's speaking to an audience, I would hope, uh, that needs this product. I agree that you want to get rid of it, but would you really want to get rid of the dancing turd emoji? Um, I mean, that's what they're saying they're going to do. I mean, when Fox introduced the dancing robot... I think that but you open that Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, that's been like 30 years, so there's no escaping that thing. Yeah, uh, he's at the bottom of the box, the dancing poop. Yeah, f- f- fair enough. I was but thinking they... if I had uh, done the intro, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, I would have uh, indicated you're the Oracle of Des Moines. Oh, I like that. That's not necessarily true, but it would be an intro to a joke. Because uh, it's your birthday sometime. This it is my birthday. Weekend? Today? today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you've, you've had some dinners, lunches. Yeah. Uh, maybe a brunch. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've been to the wine dive. I don't know what what you call that kind of outing. But uh, horrible. When uh, when the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, yes, has lunch for a charitable cause. Uh, he does that once a year, I guess. Anyway, oh. it went for it went for a record amount this year, <clears throat> like over a million. Huh. I'm guessing the uh, hosts of these events uh, got off easier than whoever was picking the investment. <coughs> excuse me, the investment ideas and life acumen of Warren Buffett. <laughs> well, one million dollars is more than any, <clears throat> like, yes. like the share price is <laughs> some obscene number. It's, it's 
gone up there. I remember there was a guy at Drake who uh, his grandmother gave yeah. him a share every year. Wow. I don't know if he's kept those, but anyway, he looked he looked like he was uh, uh, you know like uh, well healed the little well. sweater going. He was from Nebraska. We 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 had those little books you could buy and add in. Who were those those books? You know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah, like the path book. It would put in like your city of of, of birth or city yeah. you were uh, matriculating high school from. It had your yeah. photo, your name. I guess your major. I think those were the things. Oh yeah. <clears throat> The actuaries had figured out how doomed you were. Uh, the the actual program did that. They added that into the book. I imagine That's they smart. did. They were like, "There's there's this much stress in being an accountant, so you have a pretty good shot at living to eighty. But there's this much stress in being a journalist, plus the alcoholism, uh, and the general suffering of creative people." So, we're gonna see factor, you're from see, your name. Yeah, we'll see it. Fifty-two journalist, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that. So that was a joke about Warren Buffett. But do you have anything to say about these uh, lunches, or? Well, that was meant to be a lead-in. I don't know what I would pay to have lunch with Warren Buffett. I mean, I don't have a million dollars. Well, I that but, uh, no, I I I wanted to lead into sure your having lunches and how those went. I I don't care about Warren Buffett. Uh, no, it was just a comparison and then a an intro for you to say anything you'd want to say about. What you yep. ate. I mean, you, you've already discussed these ads, these yeah. cozy ads. Maybe that was just, maybe that was the highlight. No, I would say I was I was thinking about this driving home. That this was maybe the best <laughs> birth, birthday I've had as an adult. Wow! Because I didn't try to do something that I was too old to do. Yeah. Uh, and there wasn't much fuss made over it, which is my oh. favorite. So, like, uh, you know, I w we had uh, cheeseburgers with a tomato. Uh, we had uh, some Fritos, some fresh bean salad, and uh, some relishes with uh, a slice of uh, homemade angel food cake with a, a uh, scoop of Breyers ice cream and some fruit topping for the uh, angel food cake. And I, I would nice. say these were all made by Joyce, except, I mean, Bob grilled the hamburgers. Uh, so they were, they were grilled outside. Yes. Uh, I've seen grilled, but yeah, the big silver grill. Uh, during the fourth, he moves it out of the garage, so it's probably 
not necessarily in sight uh, of the crowd. But I was thinking it was my best birthday as an adult because it wasn't a big deal. I mean, my parents always liked me to come over, but there was no big like, oh, I got to get out of here. The next Superman movie is coming out or whatever. Uh, it was it was very mellow. We watched some of that stuff on Cozy TV. Uh, you know, the, the previous birthdays as an adult, I tried to do things that I was no longer young enough to do, like you know, bouncy castles. Yeah, like five or six years ago, I would have been like, yeah, let's go out till like three or four and then sleep it off until Monday. It's like three or yeah. four, three or four in the afternoon. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, yeah. Well, you, know, you just go out on whatever day corresponds closest to your birthday and you stay out all, all night. Uh, and into the next day, uh, I can't do that anymore. Like I, if I stay up all night, I'm I'm physically ill at my stomach. Uh, my three, brain. three, yeah, three or four in the afternoon, I, I could maybe do. <laughs> but then, but then you're getting into the early bird specials for sure. dinner. Sure. It's like then you're like discombobulated. Well, we're pushing it now yeah. with with dinner trying to sneak this podcast in before your evening meal is served. So, yeah. yeah. But it was very nice. <clears throat> Lunches are always a, a good way to celebrate a birthday. Like, hey, man, you want to get lunch? Yeah, I'll take lunch. You buying? Yeah, it's your birthday. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's how... Uh, <clears throat> That's the power of progress. That's is the, you're, you're that's the white through. version of yeah. the um, of the song. Uh, you know, it's your birthday. But, but who's that guy that he did the? I think he invested in aqua water. He sees you in the club. Oh. Uh, He's not in the sex. He's in the making love. A, this is a song. It's your, or? it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah, listened to the this. white version. Yeah, it's your birthday. Oh, you want watch? You buying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like that's a good white version of that song. Fifty Cent is his name. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he's a St. Louis rapper. Oh well. I think. I'm glad there's a, there's a file you can pull up on that. Yeah, I, my fingers are tired. Uh, we just drizzled some fruit compote on a angel food cake, so uh, that's that's tough on the knuckles. Yeah, plus you don't want to you don't want to grip too hard. You don't. It's delicate. You don't, you don't want to crush it. <laughs> right. Uh, Anything so, else? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I just want to say I think uh, lunch is a good choice 
for a birthday celebration for people in your 40s on up. Just, you know, hey, buddy, it's your birthday. Let's get some, you know, let's get together sometime this week. And we meet at a, you know, German craft bar uh, or whatever, eat, eat our, uh, our meals yeah. and go home. German craft bar. Yeah. Specific. Or whatever. You know, we eat meat somewhere. My buddy Tyler just texted me on Friday. He's like, hey, what are you doing for for lunch today? I thought we'd tell you about your birthday. And I'm like, well, I could go for some tacos. And he was like, springs over uh, five tacos. And we just eat and then defeat the Gotham colonists. So, uh, in uh, Sweet Smell of Success. So, you know, it's all good. Defeat, defeat is what? Gotham? No, there's a, <clears throat> there's a movie starring Burt Lancaster called Sweet oh. Smell of Success. Oh. And uh, he's, he's like a really horrible gossip, newspaper gossip columnist. You know, watch that movie. In the end, he, the guy's hubris undoes him, but... Uh, you know, we yeah. watch the movie. You know, we did this. I don't know if we actually ever we talked. We pinned things. Yeah, the extensive research we put into our work. Right. We pinned the idea. It was a list of uh, best names in sports. Uh, that you know, because that's my choice. But there was there was you know, Raleigh fingers. There was other yeah. weird. Fun, uh, Yogi Bear. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but I, I don't know if if you would uh, have a list of you know just kind of over the top or impressive actor names. I would put no. Burt Lancaster on there because he's a good actor, but it's also the name of a plane, like a bomber plane. Yeah. Well, uh, Denzel Washington. That's that's a good name. He was a president. a good too. name. Yeah, it is. And he's really good at his job. Uh, there are there are another Denzel, so it's it's uh, also a one name situation. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks is pretty solid for such uh, a simple name. It's solid. Yeah, but he's got you've got the one syllable names, which are yeah. easy for people to. Relate to and remember. Well, uh, you can go. You can go Benedict Cumberbatch. And yeah. It's like, well, that guy's British. That's a great. That's a great name, though. I agree. We know. We know. We're going to get an accent out of that guy. Yeah. Uh, on the other edge of things is Flea, who shows up did occasionally. He, did he act? Was he in one of the Beavis and Butthead movies? Speaking was, of which, speaking of Beavis and Butthead, yeah, there's a Beavis and Butthead do a space. Oh, really? Coming out soon. That, that's all the detail I have on it. See, but, I heard uh, there's going to be a revival of the series. Oh, uh, and it's never showed up. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I don't know if Beavis and Butthead news is is believable. No. Uh, well. Anymore. 
I'll tell you this much. We we get a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, here's another uh, A-Team. It's an A-Team movie. Here's a G.I. Yeah. Joe movie. Um, uh, or, you know, everything's a sequel. Um, <clears throat> and it's not good. Right. But I'd be on board with anything Beavis and Butthead. It could be stickers. Uh <laughs> It's like, oh, I, I could use some stickers. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not shitting on Beavis and Butthead. I'm shitting on the current culture, which has very few uh, uh, very little room for hot, hot women as a selling point. Any any good ideas, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, going to dinner or going to lunch with a friend for the birthday—that's that's the maximum I want to do at this age. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more in some cases, but uh, I never went home hammered and always took. Yeah. I always got a ride home if I needed one. So there we go. Yeah. What uh, else? What else have you got? Uh, uh, well, we pinned this. Well, I pinned <clears> it. Uh, I was thinking about how you're always talking about the various nuances. I don't want to say always, but occasionally the various nuances of finance or accounting come up and I kind of go blank face like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but I've had to take, you know, two hours of training on this. So I have to, you know, sit through the thing. But when you're taking training on something. No, like I've had to take different kinds of training. Sometimes it related to money management for the very few fiscal responsibilities I had with uh, companies that I'd worked for in the past. Oh, okay. But the real draw uh, of this discussion, in my mind, is like you describe, you, you always describe it as, you know, not lethal, but certainly uh, heavy uh, dullness that is involved in accounting. And uh, my friend Andrew, his kid is really into monster trucks. Oh. And so they had monster trucks on TV over here about five minutes. And I watched it, and and the first couple of things that the big-ass, silly-looking cars did was neat. Like, oh, they went up on their hind legs and dan- or their hind wheels and danced a little bit. They, cr- they crushed another car, I would hope. Those yeah. Are, was, there fl- was there flames going out of the back of the uh, exhaust valve? Those yeah, are the three no. things I'm aware of that happened. With these uh, monster trucks, right? Uh, well, <clears throat> I'm not. 
going to go off of too hard to rant here other than to say that, you know, monster truck sounds cool on the face of it. Like, oh, giant trucks. You start with trucks, which is already kind of tough and manly. Yeah. Then then you add a monster to it, you know. Right. You think this is going to be great. You know, mm-hmm. but then you sit there and finally your check go through, and what do you see? N- n- like a little little bit of uh, what you would get if you just crashed them together at high high speed. Yeah. So I was like, you know, the secret of life is that none of this is really meaningful, and wow. you should. Uh, but it's a dangerous thought, and I had it at home. But I was also like, uh, you know, bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I have several responses to this, Dan. <clears throat> I've never been in a NASCAR, but uh, maybe if I was there live and the cars were going two hundred miles an hour, or yeah, it's like, oh. You're a fan. Here's plunk down ten thousand dollars for a fan experience, and you you get in the car, you know, and you have some guy in there with you, and you maybe you take the car up to one hundred fifty miles an hour, you know, and then you gain some exp- some sense of the exhilaration or whatever, uh, and. Uh, there are monster truck events that are live. Yeah, I think I might like that more than the uh, the, the televised, televised version. Yeah, that's My... probably true because I've I've seen <laughs> um, demolition derbies in person at like county fairs. Yeah, and those actually always been pretty cool. Uh, those are just sort of wanton destruction of. Cars nobody wants to own. So uh, my my grandparents and yes, and then the Oklahoma the, the, grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and you know my dad, his brothers and sisters, they uh, grew up outside of Freedom, Oklahoma. Well, Freedom, Oklahoma is like I don't know, two hundred fifty, five hundred people, uh, but. They manage to put on a rodeo every year that uh, draws in a crowd that uh, I, I guess they're into country music, various people, so they're able to maybe pull in favors. I think they've had pretty big acts, maybe not at the time, but you know, they might have had uh, a Garth Brooks like 10 years before he made it or something. Uh, but they'll do other things. Uh, there's like a rodeo, but also I think one year they had a, uh, it wasn't quite uh, uh, a demolition derby. Yeah. But uh, it was like they would take married couples or, cu- I don't know, couples and stick them in the car. And they were, you know, these are cars. These weren't good cars. These were cars. If you wrecked it, it was fine. Uh, so the guy was driving, 
he was blindfolded and the girl was like telling him what to do. Uh, and I, I guess it calls in, you know, this, I'm sure this is misogynistic, but there was a lot of like, oh, turn that way and, you know, no, no, we'd rather left type thing. Uh, it made for a lot of high, high anxiety and uh, yeah. raised insurance premiums. <laughs> I think it led to the uh, the a few divorce proceedings. Oh, oh, the guy, the guy that's like uh, looks roughed up. That guy. No, the, uh, the guy, form. Yeah, the guy who played like Peter Parker's nemesis, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, oh, he's the. The new face yeah. of, uh, well, he's been, I guess he's been in those commercials for quite a while, but we've, in the latest We know one, a thing. Oh. Yeah. We know a thing because we've seen a thing. Uh, so it's her, her tag. Well, she went marching along on Happy Bell. Good for her. Um, yeah, I don't. Of all the people in the world who have their problems, I don't have the problems with the media uh, generally reporting on things that powerful people don't want them to report on because that's sort of the job of the media. Uh, I do have a problem uh, with, you know, having no point. So, no. The uh, the monster truck does it ever fight Godzilla or? That would be fun to watch. Mothra. Would, um. The lizard. It, uh. They don't even fight each other, which would have been fun to watch. They basically go over these four humps and try to of dirt and try to uh, do a trick. But the tricks, I I understand they would be hard to do from a mechanical point of view. But even then, sort of like, you know, baby wheels, eight wheel. I don't know. I I just assume. Soon see the dog show where the dogs are, you know, <laughs> zipping around through tunnels and uh, the little football obstacle course. They zip back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather watch the old, uh, what, what was it, punt pass kick. Oh, uh, that was finals. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather watch that. But, you know, what the hell do I know? Nothing, Paul. Nothing. And I'm okay with it, mostly. Uh, but yeah, uh, what what else is going on in in terms of talking points? Yeah, in your life. Oh, uh, well, Arch Manning signed with Texas. There's yeah. about twenty articles about it on ESPN. Just. Uh, 
damn, I, I, had, I had under 20. Yeah. The, uh, Uh, this is good for me because I already hated Texas. I, I knew I was going to hate this guy. So this is, this coalesces, just makes, puts things in, you know, uh, one box. Uh, one, yeah, you can't hate one the Mannings. disapproval box. You can hate the Mannings and their box from now on until infinity. When the affinity uh, net comes down on us. And. Yeah, they're they're just a little pretentious. Uh, uh, and this this he he's no different from his uh the rest of his family. Uh Oklahoma, yeah. the men's Oklahoma team. Uh that I don't know I don't know if the women's team was dressed up uh it binded their breasts or something so they could play the men's baseball game. You know, it's like we've conquered everything. We 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 won the World Series two years in a row. We took out Bin Laden. I, I right. broke that story. That was a secret, but they did it. <laughs> I uh, think, I think they're binding their breasts and playing men's baseball now because they're in the World Series, the men's equivalent baseball team. Right. Well, currently the uh, old Miss is up four two on OU oh, in the eighth. Well, that could be that could be uh, uh, you Miss know just double, watching double elimination though. So I think the men were just taking notes, you know, watching yeah. the women like, oh, hit the ball, don't wait. Hit a home run. If you're yeah, just hit homer after homer. Uh, if you're pitching, don't let them hit it. Yeah, and just watching. They got a lot better, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, they can't just be the women's team. So they've they've run out of gas there, right at the end. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll come back against Ole yeah. Miss, and uh, <clears throat> and, and Ole Miss will get the death penalty for something and sure. ca- cause another screaming. Just, just associations with the. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, SMU got their uh, deets back, so why not Kitty Sackoff? That's, that's uh, I'm going to say that's uh, up there with the best uh, uh, sports nicknames. What's that? Uh, I mean, the Yankees, the Knickerbockers, those are classics. But the Pony Express of SMU, the little pony on the helmet, that's a good one. Plus, you know, especially the team, uh, the Eric Dickerson, uh, uh, Eric James, I forget the other guy, but anyway. Edwin James. (laughs) Maybe. Uh uh, it was a good team. A good, nick, good nickname. We're really yeah. top class, uh, evocative. Uh. Yeah, I know they didn't quite make it. Didn't quite make it to um, immortality. Uh, but uh, no, I know they had some sequels. Uh, 
under the was it underboard uh, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, we were talking about injuries the other day, and we're past the family remnant moment. Just I try not to, but I'm curious. I'll ask, you know, Mike Tyson uh, and uh, uh, oh, the big Russian guy from Rocky Three, Drago. Ivan. Ivan. You know, I'll, I'll ask a question like, who would win between these two? Yeah. You know, just a poll. Uh, and uh, you know, I can do this with lots of things. Like, who's more? He was on a late night show recently. <coughs> it was a a man on the street segment, and they were like, "Oh, what, you know, what do you think of Tyson?" And the guy, the guy uh, they talking to, is like, "He's." Uh, just jovial. He's just trying to say something to get on TV. It's like, oh, he's kind of crazy, you know. Uh, not not even in a mean spirited way, but they had Tyson like come up behind him. You know, it's like, I guess there was some uh, uh, door that he was hiding behind. Uh, so he'd show up behind these people talking trash about him and looking scary. It's a good segment. Uh, I uh, I feel like they should do that for uh, for other celebrities. Uh, based on their famous properties, you know. Oh, uh, who who is uh, Tom Cruise? Nicole Kidman? Oh, she's not that pretty, you know. And then she shows up. It's like, oh, well, I thought you were handsome, but uh, so. Sounds like you're not interested. Yeah. I don't, I don't know Talk if anybody later. could be as scary as Mike yeah. Tyson. I mean, Tom uh, Cruise wouldn't scare to do, me. To do the bit with? Yeah. I mean, unless Tom Cruise started jumping on a couch talking about psychiatric medications or something like that. Uh, so, he would come out of the the, the the building behind you and they would what wheel up the couch too that'd be tricky to pull off could be done could yeah. be done i think maybe some cgi oh, I don't, see, something like see, that a cgi couch i yeah. like that uh this is a hypothetical question that uh if i wasn't so lazy i would pull our many readers uh who of these two pop culture tropes, who is the worst marksman? Uh, the Star Wars stormtrooper or the rank and file uh, Cobra figure? Who, who, uh. who would you say can't hit a barn's ass with a. Uh, or can't hit the broadside of a barn with a uh, uh, banjo. Uh, well, let's think about it. The Cobra Trooper. Sometimes they'd uh, 
they'd hit one of those uh, hang glider things. Yeah. And, you know, disable it, and Joe would have to use a chute to fall to safety. Uh, did the yeah. stormtroopers ever, like, knock out the clones back when there, there was mechanical soldiers? It seemed like the aim picked up once the targets were just, you know, pieces of, you know, souped-up can openers or whatever. Right. I, I think the clone troopers were a superior soldier to the stormtrooper. Um, <clears throat> okay. The stormtrooper never seemed to have a role in anything worthwhile. Like, you've just never seen, like, oh, they've got a battalion of stormtroopers, but, you know, everyone else is, like, uh, out of York, like, just blasting away at them uh, until they're gone. Um, so I don't know, but Cobra will occasionally blow up a vehicle, like an enemy vehicle, but yeah. so does G.I. Joe, like you can blow up vehicles all day and all night as long as you show people, um, parachuting out, then they haven't killed anyone, which is sort of the point of military tools, but. They're still making sense of it, Paul, so what can we do? Uh, I had a a third category in my head a second ago. Oh, yeah? I've I've lost it, so I'll leave that in the comments or send a text to (laughs) post-production, the rap party. Did, did you uh, uh, did the snot in your head uh, cover it up this thought or uh, or the the Dayquil, Dayquil. had that had that and uh, it's a little um, is Dayquil still only available in that orange death color it's crystals. You, you heat you heat up the liquid and you empty the packet and stir it and drink oh, it hot okay. so that it attacks the uh, lymph nodes easier as a hot liquid. I see. I thought uh, when I when I got really sick in college one time I took Dayquil, but I I only took the pills or the mm-hmm. The syrup and it was this red, sort of uh, orangish red flavored uh, syrup. That if I didn't lose a cavity, then I surely must have gotten one somewhere. Pretty sure after that, because it was it was a lot. But you know, what are you gonna do? I know what I'm going to do. It's my birthday, and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Because you would do if it had happened to you. Which it did earlier this year. Then we're both fine. Relative to our age. 
Uh, 40, 47.2. We're, if we're past that, yeah, then uh, have happy trails. I agree. Uh, we promise to keep this short because you uh, have uh, damaged tendrils. So, you want to uh, give it the knee and get us out of here? Yeah, be, be kind, behave. Get the Robitussin, the, the Dayquil. Uh, Stay hydrated. I have, I have these little things. It's like you you shoot it up your nose to, to you know, the medicine gets in and uh, mingles with whatever is in the sinus passages. Well, yeah, that sounds like an experiment. Next week, Get a note from your mother that you've turned into like a vampire or some, you know, like some kind of creature. Uh, but hey, that means you get stalked by a super hot chick, uh, or at least until one of the wolf Kristen, networks takes her away. Kristen Stewart, I, I no, like her. No, it was Sarah Michelle Geller. You bastard! Uh, it was there's there's been multiple vampire shows. Went on a writer. He was in the yeah the vampire. Uh, she she in the the new Stranger Things. She's still around. <coughs> Yeah. We close. Did we close the book on this? Man. I'm here. All right, man. Let's uh, wrap it up and uh, hey, get better. Take care of yourself. Yeah. If you need anything, you know, go to your CVS or something. I'm nowhere near you. I can't help you. Right. Yeah. Later, pal. Later. Well, I guess we can close the file on that one.